one start. Hello guys, welcome back to Seppy Boys episode two, giggles and intros. That is one point two. Or one point two. Take it till you make it. <laughs> anyway, so I don't even think we said anything related to ourselves at all. So thank you guys for pointing that out because you should already know who we are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. This is for the this is for who don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, on that note, I <clears> guess <throat> we'll get to the intros, an actual proper introduction. So I'm Sahil. Um, and uh, I'm Oh, okay, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I thought you were done. I thought it was just my, my name. <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought we were just finding the names. Yeah. Go on, go okay, on. Okay, whatever. So, right, hey guys, so I'm Sahil. I recently just moved out to Calgary for work, working for the city. And uh, yeah, I enjoy dancing, Pangra. <laughs> I enjoy basketball. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's enough about me. Yeah. Who's next? I'll, I'll go next. There's no pressure. You'll know what to say. Simmer will save, save, save you best for last. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, I'll be go. I'm, uh, one of, we're one of one of two of Sal's friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in Vancouver last year. Now I'm in Winnipeg. It's different city, same guy. Still like basketball. Don't work for the city. I pay, I pay the city. That's what I, I damn city. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what else is there to know about me? You know, like I'm a nice guy. Well, they'll find out as a, you know, they got to tune in for the episodes and they'll know. <laughs> I have a little bit of a mumbly, mumbly, stumbly voice, right? I'll get better as I open my mouth. Very uh, easy to edit. <laughs> you got a voice for podcasting. I'll say that. that. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything more that they need to know. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's pretty good. Like, yeah, I went to school. The heck? <laughs> I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let us know. Give yeah. us an info. All right, uh, I'm I'm Sam. Uh, I I work uh, as a software engineer. I still live in Winnipeg. That's uh, basically it. And you love soccer. Don't forget that. That's your main detail about you. <laughs> anyway, so growing up, us three have known each other since birth pretty much. But there's also another individual that that isn't in our podcast today. Hopefully, he'll come do some special episodes with us. And uh, his name is Abby, just like the other Abby here. And uh, yeah, he's also known. We've all known each other since birth, since like day one like it's insane anyways now that we've got that painful introduction out of the way let's uh get us with to our topic of uh int- introducing ourselves of how we no know. no that's already oh, okay. done we just done that. <laughs> <laughs> our next topic is uh how we became friends how the hell did how the hell did we get to know each other when did it start when did it end when did it pick up again right oh geez Pick up again? Did it? Did it end? <laughs> like, what? 
Letting a little suspension. slow down? I didn't know that. A little suspension for the crowd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. yeah. How did we? Um, how did we meet? We actually met all through Sal, strangely enough, right? What? Yeah, Sal's the glue that holds us all together. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. My, my actual first memory of Simmer, this I don't even know if this is real. I swear to God, I don't know if this is real or fake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were at a park, and I randomly, this this guy just came up, like Simmer just came. I didn't know who he was before. And then we raced. And then I came yeah. to your house party at night later, and then he was there. And I was like, oh, my God, you're the guy I raced. I don't know if that's real or if that was a dream or if that's like maybe from like one of those like Punjabi tournaments from back in the day kind of thing. I don't even know what it was. Well, I, that would make sense. I just raced this guy like randomly in a field like just and then next thing you know I see him at, like that same night. Could have been a different. Let me guess, you lost. <laughs> don't go right now. <laughs> it is interesting. I actually uh, wonder what age you guys. I thought actually... it was like six. It was like six, seven. I just remember the race. I was I don't again. I don't know if it's real. It yeah. Might be like three, four. Oh. Sounds kind of like familiar. Like I just remember, like there's like a bunch of green grass, and we're just like running free. Like I was on a like, play structure first, and this kid came out. Uh-huh. Dad was there, Simmer. It was just our dads too, just my dad and Simmer. That was it. That's interesting. Was that the maples? Do you remember the play structure where it was? They like, kind of yellow in my memory. Hmm. It's interesting because yeah, I've known both of you since birth, pretty much, right? So I was in the womb, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, like technically, yeah. <laughs> like, and the guy's already my friend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my dad, Sim's dad, were what good buddies growing up, and then my mom, and then your dad grew up in the same village, right? So, in talk, it's crazy, it's actually crazy. And somehow, for some reason, they all picked Winnipeg, Manitoba, right? <laughs> like, like out of all cities, why Winnipeg, Manitoba? You know, they just want to be different. You know, it's too mainstream to go out west, and Toronto is getting just too full. I just wonder if somebody actually what gave them advice to come here. <laughs> Or like it was a new what? Chicago, right? They probably heard that they <laughs> go Chicago. Get the, yeah, get the center, center of Canada, center of Canada. That's what they told them. Like, Everyone uh, told them fucking, and they came here and started taxis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, missed the, the communication. Probably got like lost along the way. I'm like you know how like people tell stories started mm-hmm. off one way and another. Probably started off like oh my god, big trucking hub, and it ended as like oh might as well come right here. I that's weird, man. I have no idea. Like what. Like what was in the early 90s that so many people came to Winnipeg? We always talked about, like, if yeah. we were born in, like, Vancouver and Toronto, like, what would we we actually be like? <laughs> like oh, man, we'd be different people. That's not right. Dude, we've had this conversation so many times. If we went to a school, a high school in Surrey or Brampton, we would be completely different, I think. One of us would be dead. Our dialect, I feel like our dialect would be completely just Insane? different, right? Like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I can't even do the accent anymore. I can't even imagine what it's like to go to like a high school with just a bunch of other Indian people. Like just well, like what to watch. Like when I go, this I had to be like five, six, five. Was it really that, that little? I don't. Yeah. What do you think? I went to a school with like, a lot of different Indians. No. Yeah. I guess like, I people, people had like the 50-50 split, where you hmm. can just call to your teachers and they understand. I guess if you went to Maples, then at least then you'd kind of get an understanding. Of how I give what Maples is. But yeah, imagine going to school in like Surrey or Brampton, and then you hear about all the fights that happen all the time, and then and then that doc. Remember that documentary you watched on how the? Are you talking about? Uh, it was like we watched it when we were in Vancouver. It was about Surrey schools. 
and then how so many people get into gang life from Surrey schools in like after or from because they went to a school with all brown people and then it was like the rise of like the gang culture in Surrey and stuff and then what uh, what what about going to an all brown school and made them go gang it was it called Biba boys <laughs> no <laughs> it wasn't that it was just because it was all brown school it was uh my runners little, little pups what <laughs> uh honestly i uh, forgetting but it was it was very interesting seeing how it's like all these brown people going to the same school and then it was like all it was like talking about environmental factors that being with all these people caused to get into that life but it was also extra confusing because these are all families that are coming from middle class or higher families right i was about to say that so a group of brown people together just go and starts crime right (laughs) a bunch of young brown guys and give them a bunch of more Well, yeah, it's, it seems like they're trying to alpha each other and it leads to this toxic masculinity. Also, like that, they're, they're close to like the, in the West Coast, like it's close to like ports and stuff. So like someone had to come take in the place, a lot of Indians moving there. Someone obviously saw an opportunity, jumped on it. Yeah. And then they saw like, oh, to move. Oh, States, like oh, the BC. Then what about Brampton? The BC Broccoli, oh, Brampton, you already know. Um, right? <laughs> I'm scared. I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I actually have no idea about Brampton. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta watch a Brampton documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Surrey thing is interesting though, because yeah, it's like all mid class or like upper wealthy, like wealthy families, right? And they're still getting into the gang life for some reason. Probably, like again, like the parents are probably to blame as well. Like some of them from India aren't all good people. You know, how, like when Trump said, like, geez, I don't even know how. Cancel. I'm gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. And uh... <laughs> I'm not trying to say what he. I'm just saying that, like, you know, like some bad immigrants probably came here too. Not all of them, like some hardworking guys. We see like people in like Gurdwara's like touching kids and shit too. Right? Like, it's not all good that come here. Okay, so now I I kind of get what you're saying. So it's like all people that come to like right, like some city, doesn't mean necessarily that they're gonna be beneficial to society or improve. And bring something. And you're gonna get people from. You're gonna get people from all walks of life, good and bad, and that's just what you have to, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, just like drug is like it's just another bit. It's just illegal. It's still another business. They still run it like a business. Like, like it all comes down from my top. Like these grams of like cocaine or weed. Like you keep going up and up and up. Like, you're gonna you get the head honcho. They're gonna be like businessman. And then someone takes a place. Like just if you kill, like for example, if you like the Google guy CEO Sunder get sick dies someone's gonna take a spot there's always like seats to be filled simulation i guess there probably is like a high number of people what what i guess committing crimes and stuff like that but i feel like a lot of people are also it's just like you have so many people there too i don't don't want to say culture wise but it's just like okay like like it's not like like just because like they may look like they do that stuff, but they don't actually do that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But then they can talk like they do and like all that stuff, but they're actually like just normal people. You know what I mean? But then they get stereotyped into. But then oh, they get stereotyped. You get a haircut, right? You get a one haircut. Yeah, fade earrings. You, you get one tattoo, and everyone mm-hmm. thinks like, "Oh my god, can never get tattoos if you're brown. Can't get a haircut anymore." Yeah, that's kind of like same thing in the states, right? Like how like black people probably feel, right? Like. You gotta look a certain way if you want to wear a hoodie or something. Then people are just scared of you. We've had mm-hmm. that. Night. Well, maybe my memory again foggy, but like people would maybe walk on the other side. For, for like a bunch of us guys, or actually that makes sense. 
That's yeah, so what's happened for a while, and then you just stereotype them. There's definitely a negative stereotype out there. They're bound people. Oh, for sure. Sorry, Jacks. Yeah, I think well, yeah. it started off as a meme, and now it's just an actual stereotype. And yeah. I, wonder probably... what, I wonder what people here in Winnipeg have like a stereotype. Yeah, I wonder if like our stereotype is good. You know, like Brampton has their own. Calgary's starting to get what I think Calgary like has specifically their own. brown people. Yeah, I wonder if they like. We have like a generalized stereotype. But what other people? I, I would never know. Right? I, I, don't know like, I just remember like people from here from Winnipeg. Other people would be like, "This is it." Like, I wonder is that what they would say? Not even. I think about how many times we've been on like trips and stuff. They're like, "Yo, you're from Winnipeg. Like that's sick. Yo, Winnipeg throws the best parties. It's so fun to party there." And then, and then we'd always be like. Pop. Where the heck did you guys go party in Winnipeg, right? Like, I heard a union. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess union. But it's like, <laughs> but it's so interesting, right? Because every time, uh, I feel like it was like eighty percent of people would say like Winnipeg. Oh, that's sick, and the other twenty percent would have no idea what Winnipeg is at all. Yeah, I was gonna say Winnipeg is too small for those people. They don't give a shit. No, I feel like nowadays people, Winnipeg is pretty much all the map. Shout out the Jets. Okay, double team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but actually, that definitely made a huge difference. When I picked that Bangda video you did, they actually put him on the map. <laughs> no. Yeah, what was the video called? I don't know. <laughs> That's really good though. That was actually like, really sick to see like like Winnipeg Jets like, again like this like a sports like a white sport and then it makes it sound like we have like a big Punjabi and Jets thing for them to even like go in and do that. That's still pretty cool. And again, to you and you being like the leader that they got told any anyone to do that, right? Pretty sick to see. I mean, I was definitely not the lead at all. No one's got to know it. Right, but you choreographed it. Oh, lead is Ricky. Shout out, Ricky. <laughs> I didn't choreograph we'll anything. I didn't do anything. I literally showed up two hours before the event in sweats, not even knowing <laughs> that it was going to be shot professionally and anything. I'm the only one in sweatpants if you watch that video. And oh, yeah. no, I didn't make the choreogra- choreography either. It was Unmol. Unmol and Deep and Hira and Ricky, I think, made the choreography. So shout out to them. And Ricky was the plug that actually got, was able to get like that whole thing set up. So all I really did is just show up in sweats and dance. So, <laughs> But you were the best dancer. Exactly. No, like, no, 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 no. Like LeBron James, you got they paid they paid you an appearance fee at the end just to get you, mm. get you last second. They're trying to make calls, trying to make calls. I kept trying to get the number higher, and then they finally got the number right. Two hours no, no. for the show, and I closed the deal, and boom, we got you there. And even then, that's not <laughs> that was dancing. Gabe showing up at the end, the clutch moment, Kobe Bryant style, yeah. and just you didn't even give enough time for the war. They didn't pay the wardrobe fee, so they only got you in sweats. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> His fee is too high. <laughs> Thanks. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah. Honestly, we just went off on a huge tangent. <laughs> Pretty interesting tangent, I think. But what was a real conversation or real topic we had in mind today, Hubby? Toxic. Well, well yeah, like just we're we're gonna do that one? The masculinity one? Sure. Yeah. Our first topic is actually something I was talking about with Garen, my girlfriend. She's reading this book. Can't remember the name, <laughs> but the kind of gist of the topic was like it has something to do with like masculinity, as we're talking about. Like friends, kind of like relates it all. Like a bunch of guys, friends, crazy, crazy masculinity, mad confidence. Okay, is that particular. So like what we were talking about was like again like masculinity and friendships. You, you, you guys already get that. 
like in the book they were talking about like how the past like since like way back in time like philosophers all the great ones they're all kind of men like scientists all kind of men early mathematicians like all kind of like way even back like there was also like always the queens and stuff and that also happened but there was always like kings it kind of was like the world vision today was kind of led by like a man's vision and i was like that's kind of an interesting point because i was like if you look back like still like majority of the prime ministers and presidents lot around the world are still men back in the day like it was all kind of created from their vision and it's like what's what's different what's different about the two like it was just it would have been interesting if you go back in time and just like switch to like maybe how we were the where would the world be today would it be any different would it be better would it be worse you just like switch like i feel like maybe they didn't have like did did the book talk about how the world would have been different or did it just sort of it was like i can think it was just like the intro chapter kind of like talking about how that's kind of what it was right it was still like maybe women had like these it was pretty much these guys sitting there like you know whatever like these guys are sitting there and having this idea oh men we should be able to free or we should be able to vote like kind of these guys having like these ideas and like these epiphanies it's like wonder what kind of stuff were like maybe women had but they didn't realize or they didn't, they weren't allowed if i was a guessing man the way i'd see it is just back then mm-hmm. if you really think about how society even just how it started it was all about the alpha person right so it'd be like the male they're more fit muscular whatever and they would be the ones that would go hunt for food and stuff like that so i think it starts like really 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 early on and it's not meant so more so about mental capabilities i think it was more so just started because of physical capabilities right because the men would be able to go and hunt animals do all that stuff where the women would take care of the child and stuff like that so on a very basic level i think it really started from there and it just continuously just stayed with that mindset of men are just alpha at this point which is obviously not as prevalent as it is today right yeah yeah i think i did again like i think it did start from back then probably probably did like sounds like the logic makes sense and everything but it's just like at some point like wouldn't they realize how they think of like like doing like philosophy like math doesn't require like a difference between like a man or or woman and things like that but they also had more opportunities right because they were male right females didn't even get a chance to study or learn or do all these things because they were female right so that's the thing it's like we kind of are like living in like the vision from that time because of those things we never like got we never got sure we had philosophers we never got to a, like a, as a world to awakening to like way way later like these things sure we're physically better but these things are better like, we can't give birth and stuff like that there's some things they can do we can't do yeah like we would die out if yeah. they were much for women right like if you really think there's like it's only within the last like 70 to 80 years has any progress really been made even probably not even then they go back like, to be less yeah yeah, have you seen any any of you seen the new show Bombay Pigums? Which one? The no. Show the India Netflix connection is pretty sick. They're making some pretty crazy shows. Okay. It's about like four women. I just watched it like one day. It was very, but like, warning: this show has like sex scenes in it. It has like lesbian sex scenes in it. It has like cheating, everything, and like drugs and everything. I didn't know that, but I started watching with my parents. <laughs> like it's like Bombay, we're going. What the hell do you expect? <laughs> like, All right. So when those scenes come on, how awkward was it with your family? <laughs> it was weird. Uh, after in the beginning, it was a little weird. My mom, but then we we're like, we just kind of like understood. It's just a fucking show. Like, 
can't say a freaking show. So we just, yeah, we just watched at the end. Like I think we all like semi cried. And my mom and Karen were definitely crying more. It was like I don't even want to ruin the show, but it was like a beginning to end. Like a lot, it talks a lot about stuff like that as well, like sexual assault and like it's actually a show about women being in power and like mm-hmm. around her and there's like there's a women CEO and it's like I don't know all and all in all I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it kind of takes like I don't know what we're talking about. Sim, what, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, there's definitely a social hierarchy that occurred, right? Men were on top, and then there's women, and then there's, say, like, colored people. Yeah, even in the last, like, 40 years, like, all this, like, Me Too movement, like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Sorry, that's why I brought the show up, because it talks about, like, sexual, <laughs> sexual harassment and stuff, like, just, like, how guys would, like, make unwanted advances, and you would just, like, never pick it up, right? Like, say, if, like, a guy holds your hand a little too long, like, it's easier, superior, like, you don't know how to act and stuff, like, they didn't really have that power speak out back then as they much as they do now right if you say something now oh it's like that madman stuff yeah like people actually yeah exactly like madman right like how they were just like bring secretaries in want to slap in the secretary's yeah. bum and all yeah. the jazz. no big deal like that was still like in the last 80 or so years i guess right like that's probably still happens right in some degree it's probably less than it was but yeah maybe like last 20 like 10 10 20 years like we've always talked about like how in like the movie industry like people had these standards like there's like what was the guy's name weinstein guy yeah yeah harvey i get scenes like so many people had to like do stuff like that and uh, it's, just a, it's a crazy thought really like how but here's a thought yeah lay it on us do you think let me get my so... seatbelt first hold on wait what like, let me get my seatbelt on for this. Okay. okay here's a thought <laughs> do you think that without the progression of social media and just media in general, women would be less like less her. Yeah, no, not like not like okay. Here, let me rephrase. If with okay, within the last 15, 20 years, obviously media, social media has just mm. totally taken over everyone's lives, right? Do you think without social media and media of these last 20 years? women would not be as successful as they are today or not be as heard as they are today or not, or even as, or even just been, what is it? Misogynist? Misogyny? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Discrimination. Like would they, would they still be just treated, like not treated as more, equ- like not treated equally as they should be? I think, they I, I think that goes for any minority. Closer. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that goes for any minority, right? But but with, with women, yeah, for sure. Like you saw, like you were talking about before, the sexual assault allegations, they're able to actually voice themselves and have, and, and there are repercussions for those assaulters or bad people. Yeah. Hmm. Now, how, like how much do you think it affects it though? Like, do you think, okay, okay let me rephrase the question completely. Ultimate, alternate universe-wise or like, yeah, alternate universe-wise. Let's say there's no social media or media or anything. Do you in a, think in an alternate universe, women would be still be able to have the same feminist type of movements without without social media and media? I can't, because it kind of like, like polices, right? It's like that, like the 1984 book kind of talks about, like, it's like an eye on you, right? Like with social yeah. media, if you put that like, oh my God, at TD, what a, what a, what a, the top dog sat me down, like whatever, right? Like this, you can say anything for example right like and then it, you 
just one person read like oh my god i worked there well actually i know that person it just spreads and spreads and spreads like back then without that kind of like that reach or that like that opening to the world it's like it's kind of covered the right? distribution yeah say if like you're a leader guy and like you touch it's just again goes back to he said she said like it's kind of harder to reach and you would have like police you never find that there's other people like the reach it's not as much you never find out if there's a case these guys are kind of rich and they'll have like lawyers to cover it up and make the media out of it and stuff like that but without social media it's like takes like the media you can't pay off social media right like mm-hmm. you can't pay off a hundred thousand retweets of a hundred thousand different people like, you don't might not know not care about these things right it's all about like like how we like we all have like things we care about like hundred thousand people all have this one similarity they really feel strongly about women's beliefs and like all these things and they retweet and they really go after this guy they get him fired and actually don't know what happens after they get fired i've never like mm-hmm. usually just hear about like people getting fired but you never like yeah so obviously in terms of me too movement like social media has benefited so many women males everyone it's benefited so many people in terms of me too movement. but i'm talking more so about progression and like 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 Kamala, Kamala Harris, for, for example, is the first female vice president. Opportunities like that in terms of career growth and just just tip, like just growth in that sense, you know what I mean? Like women's rights improvements and stuff like that. Like now, obviously, in westernized society, like in like Canada and the States and probably Europe, women are more so viewed as equal. But with social media and everything, think about how many women are oppressed in like India or like China maybe or Africa, right? Like it's different cultural things. And with social media, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, especially in India. Cause we know India, right? So there's so many sexual assaults happening out there. There's probably not enough women that are in higher power that as there should be and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of, like any place that has corruption and high amounts of corruption. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but but the yeah, there's no accountability or, or um, repercussions that occur in those places. So it, it sucks, and so I don't think there would be a, uh, as much progression had there not been social media or some sort of voice. Um, you know, you, without social media, there's no voice, and people can't hear and see, and they can't help you or support you. So it just it sucks. Yeah, it's like it's like homeschooled versus like going to a school. Right, like you're only exposed to so much, but like when you go to a school, like you're exposed to like all these people's like thoughts, and like and that's why people when you go to everyone says like you go you go through different phases, like you're open to all this new people, new thoughts, and like all this kind of like with social media, right? Like you're open to like all these opinions, and people can live from that. When you're inside like a school, like a home school, it's like you're kind of like shielded from that. Same thing that will happen in social media, they get like that shield there, and you don't really know. So like homeschool kids, like yeah. Advantage, but then there's like the misadvantage of people they just communicate and that's what i'm saying if we went to a school in Surrey, we'd be chroming domes right now right <laughs> 100%. Hey, this is a very thought-provoking so serious compared to our last one <laughs> <laughs> but just like talk, like I, I feel like i'm making no sense when i'm saying my questions at some points like i'm talking but it's just like answers like i have like a they're coming up in my head as i'm saying it and it's just like i feel like i'm going on i don't know tangents Okay, you were about to say something about your journey in a private school? Uh, yeah, so going back to your homeschool point, and uh, like me and Sile went to a small private school. And when I first entered university, I felt that to some extent I was, I, I felt like I was living in a bubble. 
and I'm sure a lot of people who went to that school who are listening right now, shout out Josh, uh, really, feel, might feel that same way. <laughs> shout out Jonas. Everybody that was at St. Maurice, they wanted to stick together in that bubble, and we all tried to either go to St. John's or St. Paul's within U of M, right? I remember that everyone signed up for like a specific uh, cohort, I guess. I don't know what they would call that. Uh, like, yeah, it was weird. It was. Uh, remember that? We all signed, was... most of us signed up for St. Paul's. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And first, I didn't understand we'd the point. be in that cafeteria and we'd all, everyone would always meet there and we'd not branch out or try to meet any new people. It was literally just the same people, same high school, same I cafeteria. Question related to that. So, when was like the last time that happened? Like when when was did you know that the last time was gonna be like the last time? Oh man, that happened. Right? Like that alone gets me depressed <laughs> about anything. <laughs> right? When was the last time you knew you were gonna play outside? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you break your legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, like, when was, did you guys have like a feeling? Like, was it was like a little inkling. Ah, I don't like these guys anymore. I feel like I'm different. Was it like? I just think as time went on people got busier with their own school life and studying life. And then whatever clicks you kind of had, you just stuck with them and branched out to be honest. And yeah, as university progressed, everyone's schedule kind of changed. Like first year university is like, Oh my God, I want to go Monday, Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday, Friday, every day, Mm -hmm. eight to four full course load. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then life, it's everyone differently, right? Some people get different jobs, some, Right, like it took me seven years to complete university because I got into my government job like two years into university, right? <laughs> yeah, and the school that we went to too didn't really emphasize um, anything outside of business and sciences. So a lot of people that did go to university all went to sciences. Did you feel right? like an yeah. advantage when you went to U1, U2 going to that school? Like, did you feel like you had an advantage on other kids at all? Like your like university is a giant competition essentially, right? Like, did you feel like you had a, like, oh my God, like some people are struggling with this. Like, this is easy. Like based off what you learned in your school. Uh, I was going to say uh, for you one, for like the intro science classes, I for sure had an easier time, but I think the intro classes are just basically um, the grade 12 or senior year classes over again. So I, I found that pretty easy. I can't speak for how it compares to other people because like we were talking about earlier, I only talked to my high school graduate friends and nobody else really. What, how did you find it? Did, uh, it's like the private school make you one easier? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Like, did you feel like you had an advantage at all? Yeah. Like what Sim just said, like you can't really compare. Like when we never went to a public school, so we don't know. Like we were there with like other public school students, right? Like everyone was... You know, like, can't you see like class lists and like, did you know? I guess, that? yeah, I guess class averages and stuff. Yeah, I guess in some degree you kind of can, but I don't know. I didn't really do well in honestly without a goal. I was terrible in university, anyways. Right? It wasn't even until like third or fourth year when I already had my job, knew what kind of career path I wanted to go to, where I actually tried and was motivated and actually finally did well so you first two three years of university were honestly a big waste of time and money for me and it just killed my gpa like my last four years i was in university was all literally just saving grace for my gpa you have good time 
No. <laughs> University life is nothing like the movie. Well, how is it at U of W? Um, my experience sucked. I don't think I even took like full advantage of like, uh-huh. and, like joining a lot of things. Because like, a lot of your friends from high school went to juvie and prison and things like that. So you didn't really have a clique of any sort, right? They all went on to University of Mantua. I think like most people went to U of M. Like, only yeah. had to select uh-huh. people. And then I think I only went because like I heard I was gonna go to U of M to like no, like, I wasn't gonna go to U. I wasn't even thinking it. Then like my high school chemistry teacher is like gave me this big spiel on U of W, and I thought like highly of this guy. Like, this one teacher, yeah, Mr. Carrington, if he ever listens, you know, yeah, advocate, right? <laughs> and uh, but yeah, like just because this one guy, just one U of W, just gave me a pretty good spiel, and I was like, you know what, I'm sold. I was over there, and then Henry went there because I got the we got the same spiel. Henry Bui, our close friend. Phone number one, shout out. Bestest friend. Phone number one. Let me get the address for everybody's on Isabel Street. Best call in town. But uh, yeah, yeah. So like, that's why I went there. But because it was like downtown, it was a little bit of different. It's not like a campus. Campus it was a bit of a different experience. Like, downtown, around a lot of like crazy people. Like just like the people in downtown are kind of crazy as well. Yeah, Spence Street. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember like parking like sometimes at night, like even for myself, I'll be kind of scared. Like, oh my God, this guy's going like, to bite me or something. <laughs> bite, bite me? <laughs> what? The bum, bum. <laughs> but I don't know. I wish I, like, I feel like Simmer had the most university experience out of us three. Yeah, Chem Club. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, this guy playing Mario Kart. And I'm like, what the hell? I'd go to school and I'd come home, right? Yeah, I get tacos on Tuesdays, and that's pretty much my reward on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, I had, <laughs> had like a whole group of different random chem club friends. And they made university socials. This guy went to like actual university socials and stuff events. Yeah, we just went to socials with our our own friends and like got drunk as hell. Yeah, or went and played pool. Like that's the only extracurricular activity at U of M that I did, and and dance practice. Yeah, like Simmer did like the full. They do in movies. Like I wish I did some of that stuff. Like, I remember one guy came in. They did like a whole spiel on fraternities. And I was like, I want to join. And I was yeah. like, I don't know where you... Yeah, there, there are a lot of stories that uh, happened, and uh, I I can't say them right now. I don't, I don't know what the statute of limitations is. But if you want to check them out, uh, patreoncom boys uh, If you want to hear more, obviously not. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All they did was play chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I play chemistry. All they is we went to like test tubes. What? Yeah, we went to that one club, the hub or something there, and it's just a bunch of international students. Restaurant. Like this is a great time. It's like a bunch of like international <laughs> European students, international Asian students, and Indian students, and it was just like. And then there's Simrit. Yeah, <laughs> soaking it up. I think this guy is hey, you guys play, hey, hey, you guys play soccer? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, play soccer too. Yeah, and then you met all those people with soccer and all the. Ugh. I remember going with U of M with Sim, was, he was like a celebrity. You'd walk by and then he'd recognize <laughs> the most random people and they'd be all from like the most different cultures ever, just from soccer. Soccer is a worldwide sport, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember that though now. Now that you think about it, you'd walk in the halls whenever we're studying. You guy, he'll, he'll just see a random, like, random person. I'd be like, hey, OB. <laughs> you have some like nice one minute awkward conversation with the guy. <laughs> and then 
Then I'll be on to the next person. Mm, soccer tonight? Soccer tonight? <laughs> Only thing I can understand, yes or no. I heard that they understood. <laughs> yeah. It's football, idiot. <laughs> All right, guys. I think this is a good place for us to end today. We need more critiques. Our, our feelings hurt from last time. Yeah, my feelings are definitely still hurt. Shout out Bob's cousin. <laughs> Hopefully I kept it quiet enough for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we need that energy. That's what sells you. It's your marketability. No. We're just latching onto your success. You're taking us to the moon. Yo. No, no. I just got on the last ship. I bought the last shares of Silas Friendship stock. And I'm riding <laughs> to the moon. We're going to the moon. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning into our second episode 1.2 second episode i don't know whatever simmer names it we'll see